0: Hi, my name is Marty Jurok. I'm the host of OSBUS, where we interview eclectic and interesting people in the various fields that all end up with the word real estate. And we always talk about uh, Vancouver Island, but mostly we talk about Victoria because it's also the capital of British Columbia. But we really have an opportunity to talk about, with an expert about, Vancouver Island. I mean, Nanaimo, magical places like Parksville and so on, all the way up. And we're very fortunate today to have with us Ian Thompson. Ian Thompson has been around twenty years, uh, specializing in downsizing as an estate sales, and his partner Greg Bullock has even been in the business for thirty years. So, welcome, Greg.
1: Thank you, Ozzy. Ian, <laughs> no problem. Yes, yes, it's been a, it's been a, it's been a great run. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity today.
0: Well, you know, the interesting thing is that. All the buyers have big concerns, but is there anything specific that comes to mind when you look at buyers' concern nowadays?
1: Well, I think I think the buyers, and I, I got a text from a buyer uh, just this week. It was a, a lady, the family that's been looking for a house in Lanceville, which is just north of Nanaimo, for a long time. And, you know, when we're out looking at houses and you step inside when you think, okay, this is it, this is the one. And I texted her and I said, I'm standing in the house for you. Let's go. And she didn't yeah. get back to me for a week. And I thought, okay. And then, Finally, she sends me back. She says, You know, I'm just feeling anxious. Yeah. I'm just feeling yeah. anxious about the economy. I'm feeling stressed financially, you know, about getting a bigger mortgage. I'm just not comfortable moving forward. Obviously, everybody's not like that. But I think there are a, there's a certain segment of the society that, I mean, let's face it, everything's expensive, yeah. isn't it? I yeah. mean, no, well, it's you know, inflation.
0: Yeah, I mean everybody says the government has 3.8% inflation and that's what it is. But then you go shopping. I got my Camembert Bear index and it went from $8 to $14 in two years. Nothing, nothing you and I buy, whether it's rent or gas, or nothing goes no. up to 3.8%. And so yeah, it it and and it's to a large extent our markets, fortunately or unfortunately, are also sort of very emotional, right? It's it's how mm-hmm. we feel and perceive. It's hot, it's hot, I gotta get yeah. in. Yeah, and it's when, not
1: commercial. You know, it's just yeah. math and commercial. It's, it works or it doesn't. This is my own house. and
0: yeah, well, and, it's but uh, you yeah. know you're sure. and and you know it's understandable, but the reality is that we've have been in an inflationary crazy world for fifty years. I mean, our average house in Vancouver Island was thirteen thousand dollars fifty years ago. And today the average is about a million something, right
1: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And so yeah. clearly, inflation is there, just not all at the same time going on a straight line. So, we have timing is an issue. But I think sometimes the best time to buy is when everybody is running away from the market.
1: You know, it's sort of now well, I know I, yeah, I could, certainly feel that way with uh, with condominiums right now, because we are seeing um, investors, some investors wanting to sell. Uh, you know, the rents are not going up. We know they're capped, right? But fees here sure aren't capped. I mean, <laughs> Texas. that's the last thing they're capped. Yeah. And so, you know, some of the buildings that were all bought by investors, some of those people want to get out and you can see prices coming down. So, you know, it's a good opportunity to get into the market now because yes, your interest rates higher, but well, the thing the prices is, I understand are much lower. you have a lot of, a lot of your condos are owned by investors. No? Yes, they are about 60%. 60% Or uh, yeah. those that are
0: for sale, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Wow. are either are either tented or uh, vacant, so you know they're the ones that are driving them. And when they want to go, then they basically duke it out with each other and think, I'm going to go down fifty, and okay, I'm going yeah. down seventy-five. Somebody's going to say I have to go. We were dealing with a couple, and the, the guy finally said, you know what, that's enough down for me. I'm just going to swallow hard and keep it right because yeah. I don't want I don't want to go that low. But um, <clears throat> unfortunately, when you couple that with the with the high rates and the buyers, that you kind of at that standoff where a lot of things are just sitting, unfortunately. Sure. And, and that's where it gets difficult when we're talking to sellers, right?
0: But that's also, again, there's always you know the owl and the nightingale thing. For somebody, it's an owl, and another one, it's a nightingale, because the opportunity is there. Where, where do you want to be when, when yeah. five buyers wrestle each other to the ground in the living room of the seller and one pays 50,000 more than the, the guy even wanted? Or do you want somebody that actually, yeah,
1: bring an offer,
0: put it on paper, right? I so, think it's
1: been a while. I think it's been a while since real estate was on sale. Yeah. I mean, I heard, I heard that last week I was in Toronto at a conference and you know, I, when was the last time that we could say real estate was on sale yeah. in years and and now we're, it is a, it is a real opportunity for those that can swing it. Those that can get some help, lots of people getting help from parents or whatever to, uh, to make it happen. Because if you're going to be in your house, you know, you can look out 10 years and say, this is my family home. Sure. Then you're down in the price and it's a good time to it's a good time to do it
0: well that's the bank of mom and pop you know and it's becoming more and more oh. prevalent the down payment has to come from from somewhere else because of the the crazy inflationary environment we have the crazy thing also is that people tell me well the inflation is going down we're going to go on outright deflation well maybe we will maybe we won't but i do know that we have some 300 trillion dollars an unimaginable amount of money that's owned to the rest of the world we'll never pay it back ever The only way it's going to be paid back is with inflation, and I wrote my book in 1998, Forget About Location, Location, and the point was, I felt like with Milton Friedman, who said that inflation is primarily a monetary phenomenon, and we were creating more and more money, and that will always settle down in hard assets, but not, if you look from, say, in, in the 80s, it was 70,000, now it's 2 million in Vancouver, but it wasn't like that. They were very oh, in distinct yeah. as in 1993, a 13% mortgage in 2008, the end of the world, Lehman Brothers and whatnot, right? We I went remember. through all that though, and now we're 2.3 million on an incredible price. So we will go higher, but we have those tops in between, and that's the buying time. And I guess that's the point you made as an investor or as a homeowner. You mm-hmm. should at least look and pick a good idea with a quality person uh, like yourself. I'm interested when you say specializing in downsizing. Are there many people downsizing?
1: Oh, it's a big thing, and I mean it's it's the reality of where we live on Vancouver Island. Many people come to retire here, uh, and and you know a lot of people come without their their families. You know they're here from Alberta, they're here from Ontario, the um. A couple move to the island, and then uh, unfortunately, it's usually the guy that passes away first. Mm. So we have a lot of uh, homeowners on their own, and they're 80 years old, and yeah. they just can't do this anymore. They, you know, yeah. it's just not their thing. Uh, overwhelmed is the word that yeah. we use. You know, when I do my downsizing seminars, that's that's the number one thing. People come and they're like, I don't even know where to start. You know, I have a slide that I run. It shows this. The guy opening his garage door, and he and his son are standing beside him, and it's just jammed. Jeez. like like your garage or my garage, Ozzy. Yeah, I know. yeah. i have taken it at mine, right? Yeah. And the, the old man says, uh, "Yeah, one day, son, this is all going to be yours." Yeah. <laughs> and yeah, so that's you know that's just a, that's a, that's a classic situation yeah. of yeah. being overwhelmed, not knowing what to do, and so I have a real solid list of suppliers you know, Ozzy, the ones that show up, right? That's the first yeah. thing, Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it, try and get people that actually will show up and do the work, but I've got a great group and, uh, and they can go in and get the job done. I mean, the last one we did, um, the, uh, the daughter came from Montreal, you know, all the mm-hmm. way to, to Nanaimo and she's here for a, a week. Yeah. So I've got mom's, like a beautiful condo, big 1700 square foot condo. in. I don't know what to do with all this stuff. And uh, so do you. And so, you know, the stager comes in, what she doesn't want, she can sell. It's on the market now and 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 we'll get it done for her. So yeah, there is a lot of downsizing. You know, there's also people that are saying, I don't know where I'm going to go. We always struggle with that part. I, you know, sure. I'll sell my 3000 square foot home, right. but you know, sure. trying to find a, an affordable rancher. And unfortunately for people that used to be, you know, for a long time when you downsized, I wanted to sell my house for, $600,000 and buy a patio home for 200, right? And keep $200,000. Yeah. Now the new, the new patio homes are $700,000 <laughs> and I'm still selling for 650. I have to pay yeah. to downsize. And it's like, yeah. well, wait a minute. That's not what, what that I wasn't had in the mind. idea. Yeah.
0: That no, wasn't that the wasn't idea.
1: the idea at all. So, so we've got people going to, um, you know, to smaller communities up Island, they're looking to downsize there or you know i met a great guy last uh, last week and he's building granny flats they're called mhm for 7 800 square feet and you can pretty much drop them in anybody's backyard mm-hmm. and so i'm going to sell my house for 1.5 million and for 400,000 i'm going to put it in my son's backyard there now i have a nice space close to my family i can keep my dog which is always an issue with people down Sure, best regards yeah. Strata doesn't want, and unfortunately, a lot of people have two dogs, and I'm like, oh no, don't have two <laughs> dogs, <laughs> don't have two cats, whatever you do, don't have two cats. Yeah. <laughs> a couple year, they're so frustrated. It's been six, eight months. Every Strata we go to look at, one cat. Yeah. yeah. One cat. Yeah. <laughs> and so there well, they're like.
0: Yeah, but the, we did a video with um, with Corina, uh, who who specializes in putting people into old age homes. And that's yes. a new world. She says, actually, it's not really downsizing into it. They're getting upsizing into lifestyle. They're right now in that big house with all the stuff cluttered, you know, forever. Yeah. And you don't want to throw this away. And you know, I you don't want to do this. And I, I don't want to be an old age home. Well, but they can buy into a place and all of a sudden they got movie nights, they got swimming pools, yeah. they got hot tubs, they got, you know, all that is part of her. And it's, it, it's upsizing up- lifestyle. Her own mother when, you know, she was fighting with her, you know, all the time, didn't want to do it. And now she's one of the biggest proponents. Her life is almost like restarted. So downsizing is not a bad thing. So, I mean, when I look at you, when you were just talking about garages, not only is my stuff in there, my son's stuff is in there, my <laughs> stuff is in there. Right? It's, so we then put it all into storage. And the guy that he's been moving oh. together and he says, oh, do you realize what I do is I put people like your stuff away and then you pay $400 a month to store it. Then they call me in five years and I drive it all to the to the garbage heap, you know, because you realize you could have bought brand new furniture at $400 oh, yeah. a month at 5000 a year.
1: Well, and I think your point about, about, uh, you know, a brand new life, because loneliness is really a a thing. Yeah, it's a big thing for people that are that are older, whatever older is, I mean, I'm 65, but a lot of people are 75, 80, they don't go out much, they don't, their family doesn't live here. So they can't get together for dinners. Yeah. And, uh, and and so (laughs) that's the upside of moving into a retirement home. And, you know, we do, uh, we do uh, downsizing seminars there for people that are thinking of moving and and just exploring those options that you mentioned about, hey, this is a different lifestyle for us. And now I feel better about myself because that's what it's all about, isn't it? How do I feel about yeah. myself today? How do I, do I feel like I wanna participate in things or otherwise yeah. you're kind of shrinking in that yeah. inward thing and that's not good for people. So I, I get, that's the biggest, I would say uh, that's the biggest benefit I get. And then the feeling I get is watching people that move in there and go, wow, I should have done this before. Like I yeah. just, this is this is just great.
0: Well, oh, and the okay. thing is, you know, so many new things, there's the new technologies, you know, I, I mean, I play uh, on my iPhone, uh, on my, right now I changed to Samsung, which was a real mistake, not because it just okay. have a new learning curve, <laughs> <laughs> but now I figured it out, but I'm playing yeah. computer games with my granddaughter and my grandson, and I'm playing another computer game, we call it the clash of clans, where we belong with 50 guys, and we're, we're connected through the phone. And I, I'm, you know, my kids are all on Facebook and and I have to learn to shut up, right? Because they don't know. remember that I'm there and I'm, if they misspell something, I'm gonna go in there and be the old <laughs> grandfather. No, 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 shut up. So if they don't know, because once you realize if you're older, you now in this new world, actually we you know what your grandkids are doing because before you never knew what they were. Never knew. No. Anyway, so it's, we embracing all that, but not everybody can, or they just were not in an environment. And then you have the, the whole idea of, I used to tell my real estate, when I was a branch manager, I used to tell them, move an estate lawyer, right? There's sometimes those estates people are fighting over the inheritance because the, the old guy and the old gal didn't write down the will properly or whatever, all of a sudden you have, so you need a specialist. When you mentioned that somebody comes for a week and in that week they have to change somebody's life, what to throw yeah. away, what to keep, what to memorize. I have a box full of pictures for my parents. And my father was a great shooter of landscapes in black and white, okay. and pictures. I have no idea where these scapes are from. There's no people in it because he enjoyed the beauty of the landscape. And I'm right. keeping this and I'm thinking, you know, I mean, one day, you know. Now, what about us now, this new world? I mean, last night I was at a, a cocktail party for Downtown Vancouver Association, and it's on top of the Simon Fraser circular restaurant mm-hmm. area. The views were spectacular. I must have taken 200 pictures. Now <laughs> so my kids, once I die, they're going to see them and say, oh, God, they'll say, the, you know what. So the point is, one day you have to make that decision. So to have an exit yeah. on your side. Now, something that is not so happy to talk about is our B.C. government has made some changes to the short-term rental area, Airbnb, mm-hmm. that has impacted Vancouver Island.
1: Yeah, it's impacted us like it's impacted everybody in B.C. And, I, you know, there's... I kind of have two opinions about that. On the one hand, you have to applaud the guy because he did come into this role, our new premier, as saying, real estate's my thing, didn't he? He said, I'm going to stand up and make changes. And I mean, time will tell whether they were all good or bad. I'm sure some will be and some won't, but at least he's doing what he said he was going to do. You know, I I hear from a lot of people, local politicians here, especially about the whole infrastructure is woefully inadequate. Well, the thing is,
0: you know, even if it does happen, I have a developer who's uh, invested in a small town, BC, and spent, uh, you know, 27 or 28 million dollars buying the property, and all of a sudden, the very thing that he was, part of the money that we're raising, that developers raising today are from investors, you know. And for some reason the investors are always the bad guys you know and yet you cannot get financing unless they have 65 to 70 percent of pre-sales or oh, you can't get construction financing and it's tighter right the banks are getting much yes. more careful they look at the developer sharply and then so the developer finally if i sure we want homeowners but the investors yep. are driving the business at the same time as a premier or the prime minister says we want more houses you're stopping the development building says so i can't make any money doing this and particularly if i don't have short rent so it's a tough thing particularly up island you have a number mm-hmm. of investors that bought with that in mind but again from the buyer's perspective it's probably an opportunity no?
1: yeah i think so i think you know as, on the other side of it i think for sellers you know it's tough times in yeah. lots of situations and i i just ran these numbers i wanted to I always talk to people about months of inventory. You know, how many months is it going to yeah. take? You know, for instance, uh, over one point three million, we have enough inventory. It's going to take fourteen months worth of inventory to sell all Based those current sales. Yeah, yeah. And so I have this great quote that I found from Charlie Munger. You know, yeah. right? it's important to face reality. It's especially important when you don't like it. Uh, and that is the tough discussions that we're having now with people. Hey, I know your neighbor got. 1.8 two years ago in a mad yeah. frenzy and multiple offers, that's not happening today. We're hoping to get 1.3. Like it's a big difference when you take out the multiple offer part of it, and that's the hard part for people. It comes are... back
0: to the psychology of the market, right? And the psychology is negative, you know, and it is clearly it's 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 rarely getting better. We just did a, an interview with you know I do the weekly podcast with Michael Campbell, and yes. uh, and uh, this is the, the first uh, two weeks in December that we're taping this, but uh, we we made the point that we have such a confusing world. It is, it's better to be at 8%, but you know, that's what it is gonna be. I mean, you and I probably made a lot of money when interest rates were 10%, right? When I was president of Royal LePage <laughs> a long time ago, I stood on national TV and I said, 11% is a good rate for the family, right? Because we <laughs> came from 16, right? So it was right. quite normal, right? So now uh, we're getting... But the problem now is half the world says it's going to go up. You know, we've got Jamie Dimon saying it's going to go to 7%, and he's running one of the, large, the largest bank in the world. And at the same time in Canada, Benjamin Tall... Yes. From the Bank of Montreal, the TD Bank, uh, they're all saying it's in, in April, rates are coming down. April,
1: yeah, I saw Benjamin last week in Toronto,
0: speak. Yeah, so, so, so what do we do? I mean, you know, I, I'm a buyer. Do I? It's, it's the confusion, the uncertainty, right? In the United States, of course, it's an election year. And an election year generally means that the Fed, the federal uh, government in the United States, does not want to be seen to favor either one of the sides. So generally, we used to tell our people, have the have your mortgage come due during election year. Usually that should stay the same or go down, right? Because they don't wanna. So you have all this. And so here I'm I, all I want to do is buy a house. You no. Know? And all I wanna do is, you know, what's the economy? I'm worrying about things. What's what's my ham gonna be worse? You know, it's and so uh, I firmly believe it's better off to be in real estate than not. But timing is important, right? So but now somebody can call you and you have probably more time than you had two years ago, right? To mm-hmm to, to analyze and sift through all the things that are out there. So, so you have, um, it's, would you say real estate is on sale right now, then? I mean, are there, are there yeah, some I would
1: say in certain, you know, asset classifications, you know, they're all different. We can talk single family and condominium and patio homes. I mean, patio homes are selling quickly because there aren't many. Um, and that's the other thing with density. Density means everything is built on a 40 foot lot, which can only mean stairs. Right. So you're coming in, then you're going up to the kitchen, then you're going up to bedrooms. Well, that's not what a lot of people want when they downsize. Yeah. Uh, and so, unfortunately, we don't get a lot of single family ranchers built. So, those tend to be holding their value if they're in good condition, just from the sheer fact that there aren't many. It's one level, no stairs, you know, and yep. actually a larger, larger piece of land. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, you know, the, there's always a good news. The good news for us is we everybody still wants to be here. Not everybody, but yeah, you know, this is a place for Canada to come to, right? Vancouver Island. Yeah. A lot of people talk about it. Wow, I'm yeah. lucky to be here, and I am lucky. We talked about that before yeah. we started. What a beautiful day here. I mean, it's just yeah. fantastic, isn't it? Yeah. And. Um, and it's in and, December, you know. and mean, have just that's about something right. in Calgary. They have snow, right? I mean, you know. I lived in Winnipeg seven years. I get it. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, uh, tomorrow my wife and I are taking that new ferry, right? That yeah. we can talk about, right? They just yeah. they just went by a hundred thousand passengers in their first. I don't know if it's three months, maybe four months. Yeah, so, and some like,
0: of the uh, some of Vancouver Island, I, I really like. I mean, Anaimo has changed so much. The city yeah. is—you know—we have a central hospitals uh, system there. You have you have so much going on from from the government perspective. There's employment. Everybody thinks they're only retirees. That's not really true. No. I mean, uh, a lot of young people are out there. A lot of companies go there because their staff can afford to buy. The house. I don't have to spend two million dollars for a house.
1: Yeah and COVID changed a lot of things right. People yeah. brought their job with them. I mean yeah. that was the thing. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I've, I've got lots of people that bought beautiful acreages in Parksville Qualicum that came from Vancouver where they had you know small sure. sold that for two million dollars and came yeah. over here. Oh the guy's got horses and yeah he loves it. Works for an accounting firm. Travels around. This is great. Why would I stay there? So yeah. we're very fortunate we still have that and that's I don't know, it's a benefit, you can't see a benefit of COVID, but I think a realization for people that I don't have to actually be in Vancouver, I don't have to be it's, anywhere at work. It's not really that far, you
0: know, I, I used to take my boat to Secret Cove on the Sunshine Coast, and right. really, if you measure the ferry right, you know, we're talking two hours from, two and a half hours from Vancouver downtown, well, that's not really a big deal, and on Vancouver Island, ever since you built the Island Highway, you know, it opened up, you know, yeah. comets, you know all of those areas up there, so... From Mm Nanaimo, an hour away, you are in pristine countryside, you
1: know, so it's 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 really a very, very special. um, Yeah, we're very lucky and we have so many ways to get back and forth now. (laughs) I can take the heli jet, I can take the ferry, I can, you know, float plane. There's lots of different ways and get back quickly if you actually have to. Yeah, it's less and less now, but if you had to once a week it wouldn't be an issue, right?
0: Yeah, I know I used to fly into Victoria and Nanaimo all the time, you know, and, and I loved it, you know. I mean, there's nothing like flying over all the islands. It's almost like a magical place. And so really, so when you're a buyer, maybe now is your time, right? It's funny you mentioned Charlie Munger, but uh, his partner, of course, uh, Warren Buffett's favorite scene yep. was that the, you know, um, when everybody's crying, you should be buying. And everybody's yelling, you should be selling, right? So if everybody's crying, maybe your time should be out there. But what would be the key for sellers right
1: now to uh, to do? Well, I think the key for sellers is to, you know, answer the three questions when I go to see people. And because sometimes we have trouble answering these questions. Number one is, why are we selling? And for a lot of people, you sort of get stuck. Well, I, you know, I, you phoned me to sell my house, but why is that? Well, I'm getting a divorce or I'm... You know, yeah. what's the compel- What's the compelling reason? And that's the word what's the compelling reason to get in the market and the second question is how important is it that it sells in 60 days mm-hmm. right. and the third one is what will you do if it doesn't sell and that is a real stopper for people well why wouldn't it sell well the reality is the most homes on the market today aren't selling mm-hmm. and and still the, the consumer doesn't know that why would they it's not their business it's our business Mm -hmm. You know, all they know is they saw a sold sign. So homes must be selling but but we know that that's not the case. And so sometimes we're going to see people and they say, Hey, I didn't know it was like that. I don't want to put it on the market. And I think that's a good idea. Mm -hmm. Like, unless you're really motivated for some reason, job transfer, who knows what it is, then this isn't the time to shoot for the moon because it's not going to happen. And if you do decide to put it on, then it has to be show really well. Then you have to be competitive,
0: right? You you, you have
1: to be competitive. And I think buyers are, um, you know, I think that there's less of an appetite for renovations today. And mm -hmm. I think that has to do with blended families. Everybody's got two jobs and two kids and running around. I don't have time to spend all weekend. I probably have another job just to keep this place going. So the homes that are tired, tired meaning aren't renovated, haven't done anything since the seventies, frankly, there's lots of those homes around. And, uh, you know, you and I know the cost of renovating is high. Sure. You know? And so those those homes aren't selling. I was just talking with another realtor the other day. They have a great area of Nanaimo called Solera. You know where the ferry comes in there? Yeah. Beautiful. That was like the area of Nanaimo when it was constructed in the 50s and 60s. And there's big homes in there that aren't selling because they just need too much work. They're just... Mm-hmm. just and like a, there's overwhelming word again, right? Now I walk in <laughs> and think, oh, uh-huh. I'm going to have to do everything here.
0: And the price is not
1: necessarily that in, 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 in yeah. inducive either. No, so we have to, somehow that has to match. We have to get more <laughs> motivated or try and yeah. rent it. Yeah. You know, um, we are, I, I. we didn't talk about rentals, but I know there are a lot of purpose-built rentals on the island and more under construction. Um, and under seen,
0: construction as
1: well. Oh, yeah, 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 there's a lot But more then rents
0: out. would be coming down, would you say? Or if well, they,
1: yeah, that's what, you know, our, our property management office is saying, and rents are coming down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Uh, and certainly as the older suites now we're going to have to start updating you know if you own one from the 60s or 70s or whatever it's time to update it to stay current to stay competitive with uh, Mm -hmm. with the other units in town but yeah the tenants have more sway they have more sway today than than they used to
0: well the the uh, sales are down you know maybe 30 odd percent and yeah about about 30 percent in single family and up. listings are up, right? So generally, that speaks towards a shift in the buyers' market. But I think you make a very good point. It's we always give a blanket statement: sales are down, up. But no, there are pockets where sales are quite strong because people want to be in that area. They want to have that kind of a house, maybe that rancher you talk about. Yep. But overall, you know, the individual. It's funny, you know. I think today, if you don't know MLS, you know, you're not a buyer. I mean, most buyers they probably come into your office more educated. Than at any other time, you know, because they're always looking yeah. at it every day. And that's
1: that's the uh, discussion we're having with sellers. There's no surprise people. They don't just come to town and think, oh, this is lovely. They know exactly what the house is worth before they get there. Yeah. And so you have that one time to shine where they walk in and think, boy, and the buyers know this is too much money. They tell you right away. They don't, yeah. they don't have to go away and think about it. think, geez, yeah. I don't know, Ian. You know, I don't think, I what do you think? I think this is too high. Yeah. And so that's the importance of. Let's set it right in the beginning. We always give people three choices. You know, when Mm -hmm. we go to see people, we're going to say, hey, this is the sell now price. I want to go right now. This is market value. And this is if you want to wait. There's three. There's a range in there. But, uh, you know, the people that want to wait, then I'm kind of backing up and been thinking, okay, well, you know, how many listings do I want to carry that just won't sell? They just won't sell. that's right. Yeah. right but and, it's, and a it's of true. a professional you know when you
0: start out in a business you take any listing at any oh, price sure. anywhere of course but you're not really doing the owner a favor you know if you sometimes you need to take talk turkey with somebody you know we had a an example in West Vancouver price was up at 4.2 million every realtor I talked to thought well shouldn't be worth any more than three three point five, maybe, right? And but right. three point five I probably could get, which is a crazy price, but it's West Vancouver. Right. Finally, after the three months brought it down to 4.1, then 3.9. In the meantime, the realtor says, Well, now actually there's a couple of houses came up at 3.3 3 that are competition. So and by the time they actually went to 3.5. There were no buyers in that price range anymore. And, uh, and, and and in fact sold for 3.2, they sold for 300,000 less than what the realtor thought they could have gotten if they priced it right to begin with. Right? Now, yeah. nobody has a magic ball, and as a realtor, there may be the oddball person, for particularly in a home that's emotional, there's an apple tree in front of the kitchen window, that's I want, you know, <laughs> it, you can't do, you know, you can't predict that, but, but no. overall you have to Sometimes you have to put the person in your car and say, let's take a look at what your competition is. And they're surprised how much competition there is, maybe at a better price. You know? So okay. it's important to hire a professional like yourself and, and your company, particularly when you specialize. It makes so much sense right? to, to do that. So, any pearls of wisdom uh, for 2024?
1: Well, I think, uh, I think the pearl of wisdom is if you're a home seller, is to invest in getting it ready to sell right i I tell people one percent of the asking price if it's a million dollars it's ten thousand dollars how would you spend ten thousand dollars to get your home ready to sell not fifty thousand dollars on a new bathroom don't do that that's just not going to happen but ten percent ten thousand you can do five thousand in landscaping in a heartbeat and totally change the look of that house and you know the purple front door that you thought was cool it's not anymore (laughs) right (laughs) let's get the purple carpet Out that your daughter thought was great and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Right. So, so that's for them and for buyers, I think, I think if you can financially do it soon, Ozzy, you know, as soon as the Bank of Canada governor, if it's April, May, June, pulls back, right? A little bit, a little bit more. I think the market could go again.
0: Well, and that's it. It's, if you, you believe point.
1: that, I believe inflation is here to
0: stay, then hard assets are the place to be down the road. And I don't know when it, the, the music starts again. And uh, we don't know. I know in 2008 and 2009, we turned within eight months from from February 2009. We had, okay. we had major developers in Vancouver slash prices by 25 percent. Seven months later, the same developers blamed the marketer saying, hey, we should have waited, right? It's, you know, it, normally it's maybe 18 months. Then it was, you know, much, much faster from the yeah. bottom to the top. We don't know, but what we do know, people want to live somewhere. It's a Canadian
1: dream. and, and we, we Well, that's what makes our market, our country different than Canada. I have an American customer who lives in Seattle. Yeah. He just bought something in Phoenix and he's, you know, there was multiple offers because it's a, he's got 25 years to go on a 30-year term at a low rate.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So it's, it's, that's why it's all different here. Every yeah. two, three, four, five years, we're like, we got our hair on fire. What's the rates doing? It doesn't happen like that there.
0: Well, we also, you know, for some 50 years, uh, we had 45 out of 50 years, our five-year term was more than 5%. It was only five years below that, and that was 2016, 17, you know, like recently. So young, right. people, younger-ish people, that, that's all they know. They don't realize that 7 8% was quite normal, right? And so- Right. But anyways, it's an interesting, wonderful world and you live there in is. the best the best part. Vancouver yeah, Island dream for many. And it is not just retirees. And no. the prices are not crazy Vancouver or crazy Toronto. No. So if you have an interest in going to Vancouver Island, you know, Ian Thompson is the the man to see. He's gonna give me permission to put his phone number or certainly his email on the if, if you want to see this on a video, it'll look below in the in the in the information guide, if you're hearing it on, on, uh, on our podcast, uh, we, again, <clears throat> just direct you to the OzBuzz website, ozbuzz.ca. And again, we'll feature Ian Thompson there. Ian, thank you so much for That's taking great. Your time and enlightening us about the beautiful Vancouver Island. Take
1: Thanks, care. Oz. Have a great day.